0: We also have all of these businesses who are just dying. Restaurant after restaurant is going under.
1: Well, I mean, they they have trouble making a a profit when they fill all their seats. For the last 20 years, F1 for Help has been perfecting the art of computer repair. To get your computer repair done right the first time, give Joe at F1 for Help a call at 208-687-0183
0: is paid digital advertising even working for a small business anymore everybody says you have to do paid advertising on facebook google and twitter but what are they really trying to tell you can business only succeed if it pays for digital advertising or are there other options small businesses can turn to in these very confusing COVID 19 days In this episode, Ed and Phil will discuss different digital advertising
1: options that are not Google and or Facebook. Welcome to the Business Buffet Podcast with Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. This is a conversation in and around business with a pinch here and a sprinkle there of anecdotal stories. Like most buffets, we will offer the staples, you know, the things that are in every buffet, the meat and potatoes with the cursory helping of veggies. Our Business Buffet podcast aims to give you the fundamental principles and strategies any successful business needs to know. Please subscribe to the Business Buffet podcast wherever you download your podcasts. We hope you're hungry as the Business Buffet is open and ready to serve. Now, here is Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. Thank
0: you for tuning in to the Business Buffet today. With me
1: today is my podcast partner, Phil Anderson. Phil, how the heck are you doing? I'm doing great. My head just stopped hurting from last week's episode because it got... Into the weeds a little bit on politics. and You know, my head throbs after that. And we didn't even touch politics. Yeah, you that don't time. really like talking about politics. You know, in all fairness, now, I run a
0: political podcast. I love politics. I've been a political activist for almost 25 years. I've served on national, state, and local campaigns galore. I love it. And Phil doesn't. So when we talk politics, it's...
1: You know what? When we talk politics, it's a very... It's a, it's a good conversation we uh, we both understand that w- there are going to be some things we agree to disagree on and there's going to be some things you shed some light on in my world i'm sure i've never shed light in on your world i just don't know about it that much and frankly what's going on right now just makes me sick and uh so then i just detach and tune out you
0: know it this is kind of in my personality not not that i'm a wacko conspiracy guy who really loves politics, but he's about to laugh. (laughs) The reason I got active in politics was, was actually my wife. One day my wife came and this is, this is important actually to today's episode. Oh, good. But uh, she came to me one day and she said, you know, uh, my friends in this sweet Adeline organization, this barbershop organization where we're all sitting around having a drink and they'll say something about a conservative and they'll all laugh, and they'll be making fun of conservatives, and it's like they don't even realize that they're hurting my feelings. What do I say to them? And I kind of sat there dumbfounded. I didn't know how to help my wife. Yeah, you know what do you say to somebody? And for that matter, you're sitting there, you're you're staring at your telephone that isn't ringing, or your email inbox that's empty, and you're thinking, what what am I doing? to not get any business or what am I not doing Right. to not get any business? Or what business. am I not doing, exactly. Yeah, I mean, what do I do to turn the corner? My personality, when I'm faced with this challenge, I, you know, I just dive right in. I, uh, to me, the chicken or... And you've heard me say this before. When it comes to which comes first, the chicken or the egg, I just pick one. Yeah. If, if I
1: require a coin flip, I'll flip a coin. There it is. Okay, the egg. If to- the decision is that difficult over two things you know they're not that different so just pick one just pick one and we actually had a conversation before we went live on this about the fact that you are a doer and so when you're you have a problem or a challenge in front of you you figure it out and do it look you may be wrong get up brush yourself off and and learn from it right but do something don't do nothing exactly well you know (laughs) and i
0: think that comes from my dad my dad really taught me The, you know, Eddie Paul, that was my name. It was Eddie Paul. I'm going to start calling you EP. EP. It says, Eddie Paul, don't just sit there and not make a decision. Do something. And I would say, but dad, what if I'm wrong? So what? Uh, He he would say, we're not measured on our perfection. There's only been one perfect man, Jesus Christ, and he was crucified on the cross. Yeah. You're not going to be measured on your level of perfection. You're going to be measured on how you react when you blow it. Yeah. In, in business, we're going to make mistakes. And how do you react to those mistakes? How do mistakes? you react right. to those mistakes? What are you going to do? You know, have, uh, there was one time it, it just devastated me because it was early in business and I didn't have the money to cover for the mistake, but I got some graphics. I sent them back to the client with a correction noticed and they corrected it and they sent it back to me and I went ahead and sent in the file for production. Now this is a $2,000 trade show display. Yeah. About $800 of it is is the actual printing of the graphics. The
1: That's graphics, the out-of-pocket was the 800 bucks Right. Okay. The,
0: the, the graphics arrive and it was the original file that was wrong. Yeah. You know... Big swallow, right? Well, not only that, but now I'm on a deadline, right? Now, now, now the I,
1: price goes up.
0: <laughs> yeah, now I gotta <laughs> rush the graphics. I gotta get them overnighted to the to where the, the conference is. So I mean, it was a huge, huge expense. But as soon as I realized the error, it's like, I'll fix it, and that's that's what I did. That's yeah. how we're
1: gonna be measured. You have to, you have to do that. You you cannot turn and run away. You can't. Make something up, pretend it didn't happen. Uh, all you're doing is pr- pr- you're pushing out the inevitable, right? That's right. That's right. You
0: know, and your business is going to face this question. We are currently in a time uh, you know, where where it's uh, shame media or uh, protest based advertising, cancel culture, cancel culture, all of these different things. I mean, Two weeks ago, when we mentioned this, the the boycott on Facebook was getting started. And last week, we actually talked about the Facebook boycott. And there was about 100 businesses that had stopped their advertising. Do you know that the number is over 400 businesses now? Is that right? The number is just skyrocketing. And the reason, I think, is because they can't. Oh, for sure. Because they can do it now. And not suffer any consequences because everybody else is dumping on Facebook right now.
1: By the you way, it does does give you an opportunity now to get in and get some of that market. Well, you know, it's, <laughs> uh, and I've
0: heard a couple of podcasts on that very topic. You yeah. Know, if the if everybody is dumping out of the field, well, then that leaves an open field that's for right. you to go after. But why are they dumping out of the field? And that's kind of the topic for discussion today. What is your advertising ROI impact from the COVID-19? Mm. You know, if you now if you sell face masks, it wasn't a very good business before COVID-19 nope. and you're you're kind of doing pretty good right now. Yep. You know, in fact, if you were doing something that didn't involve face masks and you were able to shift to make face masks, my favorite is Johnny Walker.
1: Oh, oh, really?
0: Johnny Walker is my favorite because you He's know. Obviously,
1: you're telling me you didn't drink.
0: They <laughs> well, I know it's, it's not that they started making face masks, but they started making hand sanitizer. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, because hundreds machines, and hundreds right. of gallons of hand sanitizer. never they're able to pump this stuff out, right. so they, they can't obviously advertise hand sanitizer. They're not a hand sanitizer company.
1: So, I mean, that's not something that you have to have approval for hand sanitizer. No, you, it? it's,
0: it's not required.
1: But, but it, you could create a whole new label. It, they, in, in, in wine, you have major producers that create a secondary product. It's a second label. Why can't Johnny Walker do that?
0: Well, they could, but is that beneficial to the company? I mean, they've got vats that are sized appropriately right. to produce the bourbon that they do. And just enough bourbon f- to meet their requirements. Yeah. Well, they're not doing bourbon, so why advertise bourbon? So the advertising ROI, everything is all kind of goofed up right now. And then, Let's say your ad pops up on Facebook right next to a bunch <laughs> of kids flipping off the cops and throwing urine and body fluids at them. and It doesn't really set a very good
1: tone. So, do you really think that people are that dumb, though, to look at one ad next to like a post? I, I mean, that really is—you're really pushing the bar down at that point. Aren't well,
0: you? well, I think using the word "dumb" is kind of a little, a little risky there because you would. So Now we're not going to get any dumb sponsors. Well, no, no. no <laughs> let, let, let me let me throw this one out here. If you're not a Christian, would you advertise in a Christian newsletter?
1: Uh, well, so that's knowing your target audience. Well,
0: let's let's carry that through. Yeah. If you're not a Christian, right? You don't believe in Christianity. Are you going to advertise in a Christian newsletter?
1: Chances are you're not. Why not? Chances are, it's a great question. the The first thought is you wouldn't do that because that they don't align with your ideas. Bingo. Yeah,
0: there is a perceived support of the ideology, right? It's just like, why would a Christian organization advertise at Planned Parenthood?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah. Right. Well, although that, that actually may benefit them. It, it may be, it maybe may be, not. Yeah. You know,
0: it, that, that might be a bad analogy. No, but, the, but uh, I get it. The idea here is, is if your advertisement is right next to something that sets off such an emotional reaction, mm-hmm. And your name is visible, you've got bland, brand bleed.
1: Yeah, I, you know, it's so interesting because now we're talking about some really superficial things. You could You could make a case for this same scenario on so many different levels, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you have to think about all of those, or do you at some point just say, "I'm not going to think past this point, because it's taken away from my bandwidth of my business. I don't know. It, it, it's a tough question. And this is why we're having this episode, because these are questions that small businesses, if you aren't asking them or aren't thinking about these issues, you need to at least be addressing them.
0: You have to be ready for when the question comes. Right. The cancel culture or the shame culture is, is it's here. Mm-hmm. So somebody takes notice of your business, they're going to ask a question.
1: So do Black Lives Matter? You got to be ready for that answer. You uh, best not say, at least at this day, and as we're talking in this episode, this Tuesday, better not say all lives matter.
0: You know, and yet that's going to be the answer that comes out of my mouth. Yeah, I know.
1: Because it's true. You know, it, it it's such a
0: silly question to me. It is. But a small business person's got to be ready to answer that question. That's right. You know, for something that seems so obvious, well, of course, all lives matter. Yeah. The Well, you're just going to get your business shut down because they were only looking for an opening to attack.
1: That's right. Yeah, so you have to be ready for these things and have to have a plan. And, you know, it's hard to plan for every scenario. That's the problem. So you start wide and you start narrowing, niching down and try to answer these things, right? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the whole Facebook boycott
0: started as the stop the hate. And again, I don't want to rehash last week's episode where we did touch on the politics. So we're just setting up the reason for why we want to go into these other marketing approaches. Because obviously, you're still in business. Yeah. You can't stop advertising. There are
1: other options and opportunities out there.
0: You know, I like to say to my clients, we were just fine for 150 years before Facebook.
1: (laughs) Well, so, you know, 80 years ago, they said, we were just fine before the newspaper. We were just fine before the radio. We were just fine before the television. There is evolvement. We are going to evolve as a society.
0: Boy, and Neil Postman would have a field day with you. We were just <laughs> fine before the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. In last week's episode, we talked about we? <laughs> getting political and business and being prepared for what could happen should the viral signaling wave hit your business. Today's topic goes beyond the how to deal with the negativity and instead focuses on how to reach new customers in a world of negativity and virtual signaling. After the break, we'll dive into some fresh COVID-19 friendly
1: advertising ideas. Are you like most people in front of your phone and computer all the time? Computers can really be a pain in the neck. Many people slouch or strain their necks while working at the computer as well as during their stressful commute. A recent study shows how jutting the head forward to read more closely compresses the neck and can lead to neck and shoulder problems as well as pain going into the arms and hands. Laura with Abandon Your Aches Massage is all about holistic approach to health and helping you live the life you deserve. She has years of experience in many types of massage therapy, ranging from light touch cranial sacral therapy to deep tissue trigger point therapy. Not only that, she can provide helpful stretches and has an entire line of essential oils that can keep you living your best life. Even after you leave her office, let Laura help you return to your daily activities Schedule a massage at ayamassagecda.com. Abandon your aches massage. Relief, relax, refresh. Welcome
0: back. Before the break, we talked about virtual signaling and negative cluttering up the digital airwaves. Now we want to focus on how you, as a small business, can get above it all and find new customers. Now, I'm gonna bring back a topic that we talked about oh four, five, six episodes back and mm-hmm. we kind of disagreed.
1: Oh good. I you like know,
0: those. It, it was the episode about doing selfies. Yeah. Yeah. And and I kind of had a visceral reaction. Now, while my reaction hasn't changed, your thesis in that particular podcast was video. You were you were really yeah. shooting towards the get video. Get over yourself. Get get live get online. It's the video that really matters. And I kind of want to revisit that for our first tip today. Cause are you going to admit that you were wrong? No, absolutely not. Come on. No, 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 well, no. You'll no. get there. No, 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 no,
1: <laughs> no, no,
0: Boy, that would be a bad day. That would, oh,
1: I would, yeah. I would start drinking Johnny Walker. I was going yeah. to just say that too. <laughs> I'd have to start
0: drinking Johnny Walker. No, Okay. So live video streaming, but now, not for you per se, and that's why I'm saying this, this is different, but for someone else in business with a complimentary service. Here's the, here's the thing. We are in a situation where people are looking for leaders in the community. People are riding on the coattails or the shoulders, depending on how your perspective is, of those people who are going the extra mile in their yeah. community. Yep. You know, we, we all celebrate the first responders. We all celebrate the frontline medical care professionals who are dealing with this on a day-to-day basis. We also have all of these businesses who are just dying. Restaurant after restaurant is going under.
1: Well, I mean, they, they have trouble making a, a, a profit, when they fill all their seats.
0: And now they're not allowed to have but half if yeah. less, if and not less. So, so sure. the idea here of the live video streaming, I mean, if you've ever sat in front of that camera and tried to remember what you were going to say, let alone deliver what you're going to say, if you're any good at it, you are in the acting business. You're not doing what you're doing. We're doing what we're doing because we're not actors. Getting in front of that big camera eye, we just freeze up. And more often than not, now I've done thousands of hours of business video production, so I've seen this firsthand. We go into the studio, and the the business owner is standing there, and I'm like, does he know his script? Yeah, no, no, I practice. Do you do you know the feeling and the emotion behind what he you're knows supposed it to do? Right? Absolutely no, I've got and then this. then the red dev. light comes on. We turn on those big old bright lights, <laughs> we hit that camera, and uh, 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 it becomes a moron. That's true. And it struggles, everybody struggles with this. Unless you're doing it all the time, yeah, you're not really very good at it.
1: You're still talking, see, and I think there are two different, and I know this is not what you're talking about, but you're, at this, this very moment you're talking about high production. That is a different animal. Right. Completely. So, what, two nights ago? Was, yeah, two nights ago, we were at the same wine tasting. Mm-hmm. Shelly and I had to do a Facebook Live. And I think I've gotten pretty good at it. But during that Facebook Live... Oh, come on now. I, I saw that look. During that Facebook Live, did you watch it? I couldn't find it. Really? I couldn't find I it. I had more people say... I wanted to find it. I looked for it. I went to your page. I went to Shelly's page. Yeah, I'll I'll send you the link. Yeah. It shouldn't be that hard. It's not supposed to be, but that's, well, a, different, I know it's that's a, a different podcast yeah, episode. Yeah, so you're a little not tech savvy, and I can't believe I actually said <laughs> that. So anyway, <laughs> that's going to open up a whole barrel. Anyway, during that Facebook Live, we had three different people walk by us, and we invited them into the Facebook Live. Two of them. You and Kay, we did not. Because we'd already done two, I'm like, we need to get through this. So I gave you the nod and the see you later. Well, and I didn't want to bother. I, I knew what you were doing. Kay was like, what are they doing? They're Facebook Live. Yeah. No, it it, it turned, actually it turned out really good. We had the two people in. But that's a very impromptu thing. If you know... That's a very impromptu thing. If you actually know your your subject, right, and you start practicing this stuff, it actually is easier than you think. It, it is once, it becomes, you,
0: once you get into it. But right. for a small business person who works with their hands... Uh, Trying to get used to doing that stuff, it it's completely different change. So my idea here is do a video for somebody else. Mm, yeah. And and maybe call us your practice time to learn how sure. to do it for yourself. Yeah. It's a heck of a lot easier for us to talk about something that we know, like, and love. For for example, do a video for your for your kids' little league.
1: Oh, for sure. You for know, sure. And then head. you can tag the little league. If it's a Facebook Live, or
0: take it one step further. So, the pizza restaurant that sponsors the Little League, do a video for how, you know, Dave down at uh, Pizzeria has been supporting the Little League for so long, and here's what they do. And you talk to Dave, and now it, it becomes a mission rather than an ROI measurement.
1: Right. And, and those are the best ROI returns anyway.
0: They are, because we're no longer worried about, I got to make money directly off of this. It's kind of like finding love. The moment you stop looking, looking for love. It falls in your lap. She all of a sudden appears. Boom, yep. there she is. And Shouldn't you say, have that term, but where yeah. have you been my entire life?
1: But your example, and I know we're spending too much time on this, but your example, do something for the Kids Little League in... in uh, theory you are have a passion for your kids little league yes talk about the pizza place that sponsors the little league team that can be a three-minute little shot right there and you know what it doesn't cost anything no and it gets you really comfortable in front of the camera
0: yeah you really your cell phone some good lighting for that matter it doesn't even really have to have that great of a mic Uh, you can do it all on your cell phone and and produce something of quality during these times People are putting less pressure on production professionalism uh, than they are on, are you doing anything for the community?
1: Right. Right. For sure.
0: So here's another idea. Podcasting. Ooh, we should think about that. Again, not about your business per se, but about a cause, a hobby, a local interest. Taking the exact same thing, live video streaming, if you're not able to do it in front of a camera, okay, get in front of a mic, get in front of a microphone. And here again, you do this on your cell phone. You just turn on your voice record and you start talking. So a great example is you, you got a local nonprofit. There's a, there's an organization that I'm just getting the details. I wish I had more details before Mm -hmm. this, but I'm just getting the details. One of the, one of the young women at my rotary club came up, Hey, you're tech, you know, people with a lot of computers. My organization is collecting computers so that we can refurbish them and them back into use at companies that are struggling
1: what a great idea we may know someone
0: i yeah i may know somebody (laughs) you know but there's an opportunity where you can start to podcast about other things in the community that are taking hold
1: so ed everybody and i'm i'm a firm believer of this everybody has a passion for at least one thing and has a fairly deep knowledge on at least one thing most of those are going to be hobbies but many that get into business and that's their passion, and their their deep knowledge. But when you're talking about talk about something other than, I mean, that's what Shelly and I are doing on our wine podcast. We love wine, and so we're talking about this and hoping to educate. And we're using this as a different sort of platform. Now,
0: is that wine the drink or wine the action?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Well, and on that, okay. So influencer sponsorship.
1: Oh, that's a great one.
0: You know, okay, I you know I put down here in the notes a selfless plug for Ed's Weight Loss Journey okay. Facebook group. But actually, your Wine Time podcast. Yeah. It, it's a great uh, example here. You're,
1: you're talking about wines that you—these are wines you get from your club, right? Oh, not just. No, we—these are wines that we—our whole idea is to try to find some some easy-to-buy wines that are out there around— grocery stores some are wine clubs we did a wine club one a couple weeks ago but uh yeah for sure just wines that you can buy that aren't 80 bucks that are somewhere between 10 and 20 bucks that are good deals good values we talk a little bit about the grape and things like that so it's an educational thing
0: so the way this one works so you you find somebody like uh, Phil and Shelly where they've got a podcast and They're what's classified as influencers. And an influencer in the digital world is somebody who mentions your product, mentions your business, uses your product – is see This is like the I. I watch a lot of Supercross motorcycle racing, okay. and same thing with NASCAR. What What's the first thing they do when they cross that finish line? With the hat on, they put their hat on, or they open up that can of whatever Coors and look, 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 so that the people can be seen that they're actually drinking their stuff. That's right. Sponsor those influencers, and your business gets to go along for a ride. That's right. With their message, so you That's find right. somebody like Wine Time. Podcast Friday or what? Wine Time Fridays. Podcast. Wine Time Fridays podcast. <laughs> See, by the time Friday rolls around, I'm like fried. <laughs>
1: that's why. That's why we have the podcast. That's why you Wind have the po- down with Shelly and Phil.
0: There you go. That's a great slogan. Wine down, down. Why not? Wind,
1: that's right.
0: So find some influencers in your hobby, in your area of interest. Somebody that even if you don't get direct business from, you feel good about giving them some financial support.
1: Hey, can I add one that you don't have on the list? Of course, uh, geofencing. Okay, would that be would that be fall under this uh, digital uh, uh, option? It does, but you
0: you have to use a medium for geofencing, i.e., Google AdWords or mm. or something of the sort. What do you got in mind?
1: Well, so geofencing basically will connect those folks that get into your fence as long as their settings are set to public, right? Yeah, but it still has to come through a vehicle. You're
0: right. Yes, yeah. we we do want to establish our regional boundaries, but it, it requires an app. It requires That's some, right. some sort of tracking on your on your mobile device. And the idea here was really to get away more from More guerrilla marketing. Okay. Yeah.
1: okay, so more uh, guerrilla marketing digital stuff.
0: But now that, so we can build on that one. Yeah. So there used to be um, shared coupons, so you, you take and you get your, coup, you get your paper stamped yeah. and you collect with a bunch of businesses. Yep. And, and when you get it stamped, all your stamps collected, then you get some kind of prize or something like that. Right. What that does is it encourages people to go into the other businesses. Right. So talk to your neighbors. You've got a business, you're downtown. There's two guys to your right and two guys to your left. Go talk to them. Put together some kind of collaborative couponing where people have got to go to all of the businesses and then they get something special. Right, That's a form of geofencing. That that fits in the same arena. For sure. Something else, even simpler. I mean, this is like going down to basic level. Yard signs featuring local students impacted by the outbreak. You know, yard signs are the most impactful political advertising medium, uh, head and shoulders above everything else. Even beats television advertising.
1: But you are you are really limited to especially where you live, right? No, no yard signs work everywhere. Yard
0: signs. My favorite yard sign says, um, "Want your house painted and a phone number."
1: Oh, so you're saying to put these sign on a corner somewhere? On a corner somewhere? A busy corner.
0: You you go. You get your sign printed for seventy five cents.
1: Local you, officials you, love you that.
0: You spend a hundred. You spend a dollar or two on your on your. Uh, frame right and you go stick it in the ground somewhere
1: oh for sure that hat or you know you could staple it on a or staple a it on yeah. telephone pole and we're not trying to advocate you know destruction our- <laughs> of property <laughs> but it's the not like we're son. ripping down a That's statue right. or something <laughs> oh let's check the time yeah 23 minutes that wasn't so bad <laughs> i had you at 15 minutes so you went way longer
0: but, you know, yard signs are a very impactful way to get your message out. And it's, this is brand identity. Marketing 101 is impressions, impressions, yeah. impressions. And the more impressions you have, the better. Here's a great one. This
1: is, <laughs> you know it's great because he just held his stomach. Uh, oh, I know what you're going to say. Oh,
0: yeah, because it's getting close to menu time. <laughs> Restaurant menus.
1: Well, and right now,
0: restaurants can't use plastic menus. They have to use paper
1: menus. Oh, so what they do now is they can recycle those through, and you can be very relevant.
0: So you can offer to print the menus for the restaurant in exchange for promotional space. And restaurants are eating us up because they are hurting. They can't yeah. afford to print these damn nope. menus. Nope. So th- there's a just a hidden opportunity right there. Go to your favorite restaurant. Say, hey, what? I I know you've got to use paper menus. If you give me just a little bit of promotional consideration, I'll pay for your next run.
1: You know, and this is really interesting, too, because we talk about marketing. Uh, use the political uh, television ad, right? You're trying to market to the masses. Mm-hmm. Well, for those who actually sit through commercials. But those are the masses. Great numbers aren't always the answer. A restaurant, you're not going to have the volume of people, but you'll have an exclusive audience that is forced to at least acknowledge your logo's there. Exactly. And the, and the idea here is is that it's their local restaurant. Yep. Rather than doing
0: some big chain, it's a local restaurant. The people who are eating there, they want that restaurant to stay there. Yeah. So they're going to support the people who are supporting their habit newspaper ads and columns we cannot overlook this i, I dislike newspapers just plain it's it's the,
1: the black on your fingers
0: no it's it's just the the journalistic uh, ideology is gone there's no more journalistic no. um morality <laughs> it's the i mean my whole podcast conservative's guide to american politics is based on yeah. is based on how media is killing us that yeah. said newspapers aren't going anywhere anytime soon and newspaper ads are cheap. They, they can't, are cheap. They can't fill the columns. Yeah, they'll you know,
1: actually, uh, if you want to write a column about your expertise, they'll give they'll, you that.
0: That's right. It won't even cost you a dime. No, and
1: you get it right in there and a little expert to the very end of who you are and what your business is. And
0: then is. if you take that one step further, you partner with your local Rotary Club or, or sure. Lions or Kiwanis, and you, you go in and you work on a, on a, a cooperative article – and this was sponsored by you know Joe's Pizza or yeah. Zenith Exhibits. It gives you an opportunity to get in the paper absolutely no cost. My favorite.
1: Let's skip this one.
0: Virtual <laughs> trade show sponsorship. This one is yeah, just to the restroom real quick while you're talking buy. about this. <laughs> this one here, the idea of a virtual trade show. At first, now I've been involved in trade shows for 15 years. And as a profession. I love trade shows. Going to the hall, the excitement, the sound, the corn dogs, all of that stuff. It's like going to the fair. You know, it, it just thrills me.
1: You know, in the very introduction of this whole episode, you said without, you know, away from Facebook and Google. Great. Tie my hands up. And then you get to talk about virtual you know, trade yeah, no, shows. That's <laughs> not fair,
0: huh? But here's an opportunity where you can, for Fraction of the cost, pennies on the dollar. You can exhibit your business without ever having to leave your office. Typical cost for a 10 by 10 space in a decent sized trade show is about $25,000. But you do it virtually, you can do that show for less than $5,000. In some cases, a
1: lot less. Oh, for sure. So uh, we had this conversation before we started. Our social media conference has decided not to be in person. We're going digital. Right, right. Now, there's different costs, but it won't be the cost that we would have had to rent the space and all of that.
0: But then if you look at the upside potential, now people who couldn't do it before because of the time right. and the travel,
1: that, that's eliminated. Yeah, because we offer the the videos whenever you want to watch them. That's right. It comes with the ticket. So, so
0: the virtual trade shows, I especially with how social distancing and mask requirements and all of this... Uh, worrisome stuff that's happening on a daily basis on the news is just land blasting everybody. I, I think more and more trade shows are going to become virtual. The last one that I have on the list here is association newsletter advertising. This just goes right along the lines of supporting your little league, your local association, or for that matter, your national association. You, there's thousands and thousands and thousands. There's four volumes of American associations, just to contact information. That's how I marketed my business in the beginning. I'd go to the library, and I'd pull out the Encyclopedia of American Associations, and I'd write down information, and that's where I would market. Their newsletters are empty.
1: Oh, man. They're looking for content. They
0: can't hold their national conference, so their coffers are drying up for the same reason the trade shows can't be held. Yeah. And they can't really go virtual. Yeah, so yeah. here's just an opportunity that is screaming for you. Find an association that just rings with your perfect customer and go and market in their association newsletter.
1: So what you're, we are basically talking about today is if you are struggling, which you probably are, you know, open your eyes. Don't be so narrow, look, um, narrow uh, looking narrow. Widen your vision and be creative at the opportunities that are out there. We just gave you a handful of them, right? Absolutely. I did. You know,
0: being dependent on one or two sources to drive your new customers is very dangerous and detrimental to the long-term health of your small business. In the days before the internet, business had to rely on many different avenues to reach new customers. If we look at the challenges of the Internet we're facing today, it's really no different than what businesses had
1: to do before there was an Internet. Phil, you got a quote of the day for us? I do, and really, you cannot think that you're too small to have an impact. This is the quote. If you think you're too small to have an impact, try going to bed with a mosquito in the room. Anita Roddick. That's
0: great. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. And remember to eat hearty in business. Is social media driving you crazy with all the changes? Learn from over 20 speakers at Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene as they present their social media expertise at the Croc Center in Coeur Idaho, September 21st to the 23rd. For more information or to reserve your seat today, visit smwcda.com. Now in its third year, Social Media Summit Coeur and the Social Media Summit Inner Circle, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing.
1: Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Business Buffet Podcast. If you came in hungry for some substantial business nuggets, we hope we left you satisfied. Pardon me. We invite you to visit our website, businessbuffet.page. Until next time, we hope you eat hearty in business.